What is up, Alex City, and welcome to the very first episode of Spocast Extra AF. This episode, I am joined with Jinx Universe, local rapper. He's he's a vibe creator. He's he's just a, an amazing. I use the word amazing a lot, but he really is an amazing person. He's making great music, uh, and he's been making music for I mean, I guess almost for two decades now. My conversation with him mostly focused on his. His beginnings here in Spokane and creating his uh, his persona of of Jinx and what it is like creating music in Spokane and the struggle that comes with that and then just we really get into his new album that just came out in May called Make It Look Good. I actually got a chance to meet Jinx on another podcast that I helped produce called Happy to Be Here and. I, I, one day I just, and I mentioned this in the podcast, I just, I've been, had been listening to his new album, Make It Look Good. And I'd been running to it. And it's just such a great album to run to because all the songs are very, uh, they're, they're bops and they just, you just want to bounce along to them when you're running. And, and I, and I just messaged him, Hey, love the album. And he just sent back the best response saying, Oh man, that means so much. Like, I always got your back if you ever if you ever need anything, and so uh, so I invited him on the podcast and got him on here, and and it was just a such a great opportunity to be able to sit down and just have a one on one conversation with him with no distractions and just talk about music and what we're into. I, I cut out some of that, but we we get into some of our favorite musicians that are out right now, and uh, maybe I'll release that in like an an extra AF, extra AF episode, but uh, I, I'm really excited for you to listen to this. Before I end this, please go listen to his latest album, Make It Look Good. It's available streaming wherever you listen to your music, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Tidal, uh, other places like that. You can find it on uh, YouTube as well. It is such a great album, and you, you need to go stream it, listen to it from track one to the, the track nine, and and just just bop along to it and, and and send it to your friends if you love this album like share it with people that's a great thing about music is like we don't share enough about the music we're listening to to the people that we think will like it i love finding a new album and having oh this album's great for this person or this album or this song is great for this person and i love sharing music so if you don't share your music start doing it because it's the best way to get music out there to, to everyone. So please, please, please make it look good. Go listen to that. And please enjoy this conversation I had with Jinx Universe. Peace. This is the first time I've done this in forever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I should, maybe I should just, this is so weird. No, not forever. I mean, I've done, I mean, I do, the thing is I do so many podcasts and I don't ever do them by myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. But it's cool. Like, yeah, I th- I thought about like the people that you know, like Gary Owen, the c- comedian. Yeah, he does like his part well, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. He used to just do it like by himself, like just completely by. Oh himself. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always was like, yo, that's so. That's how I want to. I, I 
so part of the extra AF of this is that I want to be kind of extra about the podcasting side of it. Mm-hmm. And my favorite podcaster, uh, Mark Marin, who's a comedian, he does a WTF podcast. And he, he wears glasses, right? No? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I think I know what you're talking about. He he starts with like 15 minutes of just talking, like off the cuff. And I was like, I was telling my wife the other day, like I want to get really, be- I want to get a lot better at talking by myself and explaining because when I when I talk, I just kind of ramble. And, but I want to like, it's like a, it's like a skill. It's like a muscle. You have to talking and tell storytelling. And as I've been podcasting, I've gotten better at it, but I, I just, it's always, it's, it's just something I always, the muscle I always have to flex. And now that I produce, I've produced about 25 podcasts. I get to sit in a ton of podcasts, but I don't get to be in them as like a, like leading them. Mm -hmm. And and I love leading podcasts. I think that's the most fun part of what I do. But yeah, I d- yeah. just haven't had a chance to do it. And I think the extra AF part is just like, I just want to do this all kind of by myself. Don't got to rely on anyone other than having a guest here. And then I edit it all. I promote it. I do it all. And that's the that's the extra AF side of it. Mm-hmm. So Jinx Universe, uh, artist, father, I like. Yeah, I said vibe. Yeah. I said vibe creator. I fucks with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much for being my first guest, dude. Like, actually, I didn't. I just learned just this second that I'm the first guest. You're the very first guest. That's fucking sick. When you hell yeah, you released your your latest album, uh, and I met you through another podcast. And happy to be here. Mm-hmm. And those guys, like, they're like this. This album rocks. And I'm like, I need to go listen to that album. And I got done with that podcast. I drive, drove home, put on your new album, and I was blown away. And we'll get. In, I'm we're gonna. I'm gonna love on that album all in a little bit. But <laughs> thank you so um, much, man. I think a couple of weeks later, I don't know. I I messaged you and said I've been running to it. I've been yes, and just loving it. And and then you're like. You, I got your back, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. We fam now, like you know. And and I was like, well, I'm gonna, I'm when you when you say that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, so I couldn't think of a better first guest to have, and I'm just excited to have this conversation. And but uh, how are you doing today? Did you get? Did you go get a fresh cut? I did. Yo, man. So here's the thing. Right? <laughs> this is what happened. Mm. I'm at my apartment like two days ago. And I'm making waffles and the waffles were great. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. And I go to walk back into my living room and I bump my head so fucking hard on <laughs> one of my cupboards oh, that no. I left open, which is classic jinx shit. Oh, wow. Just leave the cupboards open. And I hit my head. And so I have a nice little boo boo right here. So, yes, there is a fresh cut underneath this hat. But it's not ready to see the world right now because of this fucking wound that <laughs> I have on my head. Wound that you have. <laughs> That's uh, classic Jinx. I'm assuming your your name your your artist name is Jinx because of your last name. Yes, but mm-hmm. but it also just <laughs> yeah. you are Jinx, and it just now you you just lived by that name because you mess up a lot. You mentioned that a couple times Yo, already. You know what's funny? Not mess up, but you. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. So it's funny you say that because like. There's been times throughout my journey that I've been like, yeah, did I fuck myself by like, <laughs> you know, like, did I put some shit on me? Yeah. You know what I mean? But nah, it's just, it's just like, it's a family name. My dad has like 
a sock like a softball jersey like when he was in like a softball league and his shit says jinx on the back of mm. it and number five which is also my my favorite number nice and so that's just like a family thing yeah it's just you know a play mm. on jenkins or whatever but uh yeah i guess it's double entendres maybe i don't know yeah my my son today his name's link um so that's fire and but he asks questions nonstop and it is so annoying. It's not annoying. I mean, it's annoying sometimes. Like, but I'm sitting, I'm driving and he's like, he's talking, asking me all the questions. And he's like, I'm so curious, dad, why didn't you name me George? And I'm like, because <laughs> I don't like the name George, I like the name Link. And he's like, well, you should have named me George because I, I asked so many questions. And I'm like, well, maybe that'd be your, be your nickname. Yeah. Um, That's so funny. <laughs> Your kids are awesome, by the way. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I met your kids yeah. at, at the... My, my screaming son. <laughs> uh, your screaming son and uh, and your daughter yeah. and got to be in a music video. They are, my son is so excited to see that. And tomorrow, we'll, we'll get into that as yeah. well. That's, yeah. I'm excited. And I accidentally stepped on your child. And I oh, apologize. did you? <laughs> um, uh, I was like backing up. And, and once again, classic jinx. <laughs> yeah. cool. uh, that's my son was he is obsessed with like hip hop and this music in general. And when I was telling him, we're going to go do a music video and we're going to you're going to meet Jinx. You're going to hang out with Zach and Mike. And he's just like, are they famous? Are they famous rappers? <laughs> and I'm like, they're famous locally. I mean, it, it all doesn't really matter. And uh, but he was just he just thought he was hanging out with he could have been hanging out with. Anderson Pack. I mean, for all he for all know, he cares those, for, for them, those are going to be like moments they never forget. Mm -hmm. Man, my daughter was in, you know, was in one of my videos when she was probably, I mean, she's thirteen now, so she was probably like eight, seven, maybe mm -hmm. when we we shot this. And it's just one of those things that just sticks with them, man. Yeah. Like it's, it's such an experience. And I think about it like if I was like a little kid, like I wouldn't care whose video it was. I'm like, oh, there's cameras here, and it's a video, and it looks cool, like. Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely cool, but they were they were so sweet and um, your family seems awesome. And it just was it just made sense that you guys were there because that was the whole energy of the day anyway. Yeah, just good vibes. Everybody with their families. And it was fun. It yeah. was it was a good it was a, it was a good day. Hell yeah. So before we get into the guts of the show, I want to play a little game okay. on the on Spokecast. We always play the the hot list, the, the Spokane hot list. And I'm going to. Okay. But we usually go and talk about each one of these things. We're not doing that anymore. Okay. We're going to do a name association game. When I say a word, you have to then say the first word that comes to mind as it relates to Spokane. And I'll give you an easy one because we'll we'll start with park and I think Riverfront Park. Okay. So then... So, Oh, I'm not. Okay. I'm not here to stump you. You can say whatever you want to say. I might judge you afterwards, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but we're gonna start with Park, Park, um, Franklin Park, Coffee, Beam Me Up, Music Venue, Lucky You, Beer, No Lie, Barber. QC, baby. <laughs> Burger. Five guys. Instagram account. Instagram account. That's a good one. Instagram account. Hmm. Uh, 
Jinx Universe. Cocktails. Cocktails. Oh, man. What's the... Uh, what's the name of that spot that plays the concerts and stuff? It's like the little, like, uh, martini joint. Who plays the concerts? They play, like, the concerts in there, man. Why oh, oh, oh. Bistangos. Bistangos. Oh, I like that. Yes. I, that's a... That's a that's a family tradition in my house. No, I love that place. Shopping. Shopping. Yikes. <laughs> uh, no. Um, shopping. North Town Mall. Brunch. Brunch. Uh, um, or breakfast. Calico, Calico Kitchen. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna ask about that after this. Event. Event. Who fest? And then I'm gonna add this. It's supposed to be 10 questions, but I've I need to replace one of these with pizza. Pizza. Ooh. Um uh Selkirk. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a that's a deep cut. Yeah. Uh <laughs> the deep cut. <laughs> Calico Kitchen. Okay. I've never been there. It's in an old Sherry's. Fire. And it, I, I will drive by it because it's right up Indiana. Oh, so that's the new Calico Kitchen. I went to the oh, old I went to The old, the shit. old okay. Yeah, the I haven't old. even been to that one yet. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Well, they moved to that one. Mm-hmm. And whenever I drive by it, I'm like, that place is hopping. And I'm like, what is, what is it about Calico Kitchen? Like Because it, it's like really like underground, like... You know those places that like like Calico Kitchen doesn't it's, it's it's a fantastic place it's not like whatever but you know like those like kind of like like more dingy spots where it's like the food's probably fire here it's like one of those yeah. places where it's like it was really like college centric like really Gonzaga centric place like they got all the Gonzaga shit everywhere okay. you can sign your name on the wall and it's like all this it's like kind of like that thing they have the fresh squeezed orange juice. Ooh. Like I love it. All the hot sauces, bro. That's where I fucking discovered Fletcher's hot sauce. I never. Oh, that's some oh, local yeah. shit too. Yeah, that's very and, local. Oh my god! Mm. But it's only good on breakfast shit, though. Is like, it really to me? Like, to yeah, okay. It's it's like it's it's specifically for like eggs and like yeah. scrambles and shit. But yeah, Calico Kitchen's fire, man. It's just really good. And not only is it fire, but the prices are great. Mm. Like really good price. Like you can get like a good breakfast for like not like not a lot you're not gonna have to go break the bank or anything like yeah, that. Mm. It's, yeah, yeah. Yo, you haven't been to Calico Kitchen? I, I mean, I'm. I guess I'm not a true Spokenite. I guess because like I've driven by it. I'm like, what the fuck? What? The, well, what is Calico oh. Kitchen? And now, and but I, I'm getting swayed because I just mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna go try it. It's the, good. Uh, the other place that always kind of throws me, and I've heard amazing good things about it is Skippers. Skippers on Monroe. <laughs> you drive by it. It's Skippers, and apparently they're under new ownership, and it's supposed to be really, really good fish and chips. But then they have a sign that says Prime Rib Dinner. Mm. And I'm like, Prime Rib Dinner? I'm like, I don't get it, but I I, I need to go try it. I've never, <laughs> I've never, I've never been there. Uh, yeah. But So when you say, like, true spoken night, like, I'm actually surprised that I was able to answer a lot of those things yeah. that you said, because I feel like I'm not, like, a true, like, I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know if I'm as in the mix as some other people are. Like when it comes to I don't, home. I mean, well, we're going to get into that now. Your Spokane story. What brought you to Spokane? Uh, my dad. Your dad. Okay. My dad was in the Marine Corps. He mm. was uh, on recruiting duty. He was, you know, literally he would like go to the high schools and talk to kids, get them to join. Yeah. And he was like that guy. But he was like running the station that he was in out here. And um, yeah, I just, 
I moved out here. Long story short, like I, I came here from Massachusetts. I was getting in a lot of trouble. Mm. I was definitely, you know, it was as a parent, I understand how my parents were probably worried about the mm. path that I was on at that point in my life. So yeah, I came out here to be with my dad, which, you know, it ended up being the best thing that yeah. could have happened to me because I know I'm uh so much of my life, you know, it's like that thing where they say, like, if you change one moment in, you know, in history, you go yeah. back back to the future. If you okay. change one thing, it ruins everything. Yeah. So I, I really think the like trajectory of my career or my journey, my life as a parent, all these things, nothing would have happened had I not, you know, been yeah. here. Not in the same way, at least. It's so. the butterfly effect. Yep. Yeah. It's. I mean, I, I, my dad lived by the butterfly effect. And told me, like, made me read the short story when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and. And I, there's so many moments in time in my life where I'm like, if I had not made that decision, I don't know if I'd be with my wife who I've been with for 20 years. Yes. Like, I don't know, like if I would have made this decision different, like, I don't know if I would have the, the, the amazing children I have now. Like, it's just like, when you think of that, it like, it gives me like chills just thinking about it. Yeah. So Massachusetts though, like where, at, where at? So I grew up in like a super small town called Air, Massachusetts, okay. like A-Y-E-R. And um, I was out there because my stepdad at the time, um, his mother, rest in peace, she was sick. Mm. And so we basically moved out there to help take care of her. Okay. And um, ended up staying. Yeah. Ended up just being there. So I had moved there from Vegas. Oh, wow. I had spent some time in Cali. So like just being a military brat and then my parents weren't together. It was just was, I've, I've just moved around so yeah. much like for my whole life so yeah but we were in this super small town um and yeah that's where i was up until i got here and that was my freshman year of high school like 2003 okay. 2000 okay yeah something yeah. like that where'd you go to school at shadow park shadow park 2003 mm. i old shadow not the new the, yeah not the new shadow yeah, yeah. That is, yeah you got that old that yeah. that old gym i remember playing basketball on that gym and you would just slide all over the place yo man yo <laughs> you could like try to wash they could try to wash that floor as much as they want you would always gonna slide on that floor i love shadow <laughs> though man like yeah. I, I miss it so much and like you got it. Like I said, I came from like a small town. So like the mall in the town that I we didn't even have a mall in the fucking town I grew up in. But the closest mall that we had was one level. Feel like that motherfucker had like seven stores in that bitch. Like it was it was nothing. <laughs> it was like it was literally nothing. And yeah. th- so Northtown Mall to me looked like. Oh, my God. Paradise. Like, holy shit. Yeah. And so when I got to Shadel. I was like, this is a fucking university. Like, I might as well be at fucking Florida State right now. Like, it's just like some crazy, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it's, it was nuts to me. But um, I don't know. It was just, I, I, I love Shadow. How much pizza pipeline did you eat? Like, every day. <laughs> every single day. And if I wasn't eating that, I was eating Panda. Um, and then if oh, I was, right. yeah, and then I, or I was hitting that double cheese at McDonald's. Yeah, there was um, so much right there. You could yeah. go and hit, I mean, did you walk around Hastings? Hastings, bro, oh. fucking, I was just talking about R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. It's, Damn. they still have the sign, I mean, the sign's still up. Um, unfortunately, that, that Hastings is going to become a value village. Or that's, I mean, it's not unfortunately. It's, yeah. it's a dead spot. It I needs to become. It needs to become something. Yeah. Um, Damn. But the current value village is going to become a parking lot, and which they need that. Yeah, they're going to need that for all mm-hmm. that's going up right there. But yeah, uh, but that. Oh my gosh, that uh, I have so many memories there. My, of, of Hastings. Of Hastings, multiple Yo. friends worked there. I would just walk around there and just uh, look for whatever music. What I mean, it was just. 
and I wouldn't buy anything. <laughs> man, well, it probably was why just, they went out of business. It was just so tight, man, because you can get like the used DVD for like yeah. seven dollars, and it was yeah, man. I miss that place so much. Like it's mm-hmm. that's the thing that's never going to be a thing again. To right. like shop around for CDs or yeah. DVDs or like whatever, like like they, there's people that'll never know what that feels like. Yeah, un- I, until it becomes like a trendy, like it becomes a trendy thing. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I think record i mean records become a little bit like that but it's still that's still tough mm-hmm. like i mean that's and that's very niche niche, exactly. niche. Yeah. and uh so from growing up over in shadow like were you were you in the hip-hop then i mean obviously you're in the hip-hop oh, yeah. but like what like were you rapping where what were you doing like yeah to, by the time i got here yeah yeah i was definitely like actively trying to become an artist okay and um one thing I always forget to mention too, once again, everything happens for a reason. Like, sh- like shout out to my dad because my dad was very, very, at that time, like now it's like everyone raps and everyone's mm-hmm. like doing whatever. And at that time, a lot of people were trying to rap too, but it wasn't like how it is now where it's right. like literally like your your science teacher probably has a mixtape or something. <laughs> right. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, I remember him being very, very like supportive and like trying to like find me studios here Mm. and i always kind of forget to mention that but that's a fact like that was an important uh, important piece to the thing like you know when i first got here he was like looking in like the fucking phone book for like Mm -hmm. recording studios and like things like that and we would like you know go to these randoms i've I've been to some of the most random studios in spokane because Mm. of that but yeah eventually um i found my footing and i don't know for some reason i had I had the wherewithal to be like, okay, I need to find a studio and do this for real and try to do this in a real way. And eventually I found that. And then it's literally just been off to the races. But by the time I got here, there was no other option. Like it yeah. was like, this is this is going to be the case. I just got to figure out how I'm going to do it. So you grew up in MySpace era, uh, oh, era yeah. and like mixtape era, mm-hmm. era. Like, yeah. Uh, what was your, what's your favorite mixtape? What was like, what were you listening to the most? Like, in the in the mid 2000s or i guess that yeah when i think of like my favorite mixtapes i think of like i think of like the g unit mixtapes um i think of uh i mean this is like later on but i think of like wiz khalifa like cushion orange juice Mm -hmm. i think of kid cuddy a kid Kid, named cuddy yeah man have you watched that doc uh, the Kid Cudi documentary, yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah, he's one of my heroes, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's the man. He, he is amazing. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. So, what? Where did you start recording at? Like, what? What? what was you, have you always been Jinx? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I added, you know, Jinx Universe was always my handles on everything. Mm-hmm. Like that was always like my social whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of made the Jinx un- the Universe part official too, just because more of like a branding thing and like a Google search thing. Yeah. Um, I just found that it was a little bit harder to find me when it was just Jinx. So yeah, I was like, I want to make it a little bit easier for people to get to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but that's but that's oh yeah, it's been Jinx Universe the whole time. Yeah, really, honestly. Um, at le- definitely once I was here, my actual first rap name was Magnifico. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna ask. I mean, everyone's. I mean, anyone who has a rap name has, or anyone's a rapper like has like their first rap name. What a what a horrible <laughs> first rap name, Magnifico. <laughs> Like, it didn't make any sense. I feel like I had, like, a book that had rap names in it, and I was just, like, trying to find, like, my rap name. And then I was like, oh, Magnifico. Yeah. And then I was like, Osiris. 
I had some Ooh, weird. Oh ass, wow, yeah. I had weird ass rap names. Osiris. Bro. I like that. Uh, I I started. I mean, I'm not a rapper, but I always had a rap name. It was B Money. Um, but I'm sure there's a ton of B Moneys out there. Hell, definitely. <laughs> there's definitely some B Moneys out here. Damn. Um, so when when did you when did you start like releasing music? When when was that? Was that when you went? Were you in high school doing that? Yeah. Yeah, because we used to make like little like tapes like on like the the DIY, like we're just kids doing this like yeah. level. We used to do that like back in Massachusetts and stuff. But like, um, yeah, releasing like actual albums. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that started probably around that like 2004 or five, something yeah. like that. Uh, I don't know, actually. Maybe a little bit later than that when I actually started putting projects together. Because at first, like we were just like doing a lot of shows and we would like... We would have like a lot of like compilations of like that's that's another thing too like, and then you know shout out to Real Side Records and my my boy Dre Irv and all them dudes man because you know that was a lot of them aren't even actively like in the music scene anymore mm. but they had the right idea because they were getting all of us like together and like making it like a real community thing like it was mm-hmm. like a forcing it was it was it was almost like organized wow where they're like yo like you know we got all these rappers and stuff that are coming in and out of the studio yeah. let's get them all like working together and then when we throw the shows like we'll like you know they would throw the shows and then they would put all of us on there together so it kind of like built this like sense of like community yeah that you know i don't know i guess it, it could be valuable today oh know? absolutely i mean yeah. it seems having a community is such a an important thing to have and i mean i think i don't I mean i feel like there's some people that are trying to do that in Spokane, but it's still... It's clicky. It's clicky. It, I mean, and, and it's funny when you talk to people about it, about the the scene, like the hip hop scene, and they're like, well, we're trying to change that. But like, but even then the people that are trying to change it, it's still clicky. Like it's still These like... These motherfuckers is full of shit. <laughs> yo, this, yo, this just is what it is, man. These motherfuckers be talking all that unity in the community shit and they be full of shit. They be the worst ones. You yeah. know what I'm saying? A lot of them. And that's why... You know, I think we're trying to, you know, this thing that we're doing with Zach and Mike mm-hmm. and, you know, Donuts and you and everybody. You know what I'm saying? I think we're all kind of, we got to be the example, you know, because yeah. I really do want that. I really do want it to be like a unified thing because I do believe that there's power in numbers. For sure. And I think that all, like so many other regions across the board have thrived based on that community For mindset. Sure. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we we we've got to start somewhere, and why, why not with us? Yeah. So, were you backpack rapping? Like, were you like going? Oh, like, I was, yeah, I was you, into that. Yeah. yeah. Were, yeah. Here in Spokane, like, did, did I ever get hustled by you? No, no, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> no, not actually. Maybe. <laughs> were, were you around when they had the insiders booth in the in Northtown? Yeah. Yeah. So you probably did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. We probably ran you down. Yeah. Because yeah, that was <laughs> that was you know that was our thing, man. But that once again, that's like. That's beautiful, man. No, it is about, cool. Think yeah. about an independent music yeah. being sold in the mall like that. It's, like, that's nuts. It is cool. I, yeah. I Going to, like, Seattle or San Francisco, places like that, like, you walk certain areas and, like, I'll, I'm always get some, I'll get someone walking up to me and he's like, oh, I'm going to buy my, want to buy my CD? And I'm, and I, I always buy one. Like, yeah. And, uh, but the, so when did you first find, like, like, six, like, what would you consider success in, in rapping? Um, so, I mean, like where I was really like, oh shit, like we're performing at like a, like a level that's like impressive. Mm -hmm. Um, that was probably like when I put out the, when I put out this record called Alive and that was, that record really took, uh, 
took a lot of turns that I wasn't expecting and really mm-hmm. kind of like was like, oh shit, like, you know, I got a bunch of commercials and then wow. I ended up in like video game. And um, yeah, it was like, you know, that was like, that was probably one of the ones, if we're talking like on a monetary level. Yeah. Like, yeah, that that around then, that was probably like 2012. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know anything about your story. Like, I mean, I, I was had in the conversation and if you want to hear a long conversation with, uh, with Jinx, like go listen to Happy to Be Here in that episode. But I like you make money. You are making you make money doing this, and a lot of people can't say that, right? Well, not all the time. Not all, the time. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, yeah, I have, yeah. yeah. And it's and it's you know, with this thing, it's it's uh, it's been like such an interesting journey, and mm-hmm. I like, you know, all that is great. I think at this point now, man, I'm just, um. You know, I used to I used to want to be like the fucking Grammy Award winning, yeah. like just multi millions, and that all is like great. But yeah. like at this point, like you know, like when you ask about success, yeah, like to me, success is just being able to live comfortably doing what I love to do. Right. So you know, so for me, like it's you know, it's trying to find that now. Yeah. You know, that's the success I'm looking for now. But on a monetary level, yeah, we've had some we've had some success. We've definitely made some money for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, measuring success is like it's on so many different levels. Like, of course, like I'd want to be a a podcaster that gets millions of listens, and I can make money on just hosting podcasts. But like, that's not really gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, got to find other ways to be a part of what I am passionate about by you know making the studio. But yeah, what measuring successes can be different on so many on so many different levels yeah. it could just be listens it could be views it could just be m- making a, a amazing album and that's what i want to talk about now is is your is your latest album that really just i run to it probably once a week it's it's a perfect length because i can run about three miles mm-hmm. in the time in the length of your album uh make it look good uh came out May. how long is that album is that 20 like 25 minutes yeah you run three miles in 25 minutes? I mean, I can almost get in three and a half. <laughs> Jesus. That's uh, nice. I run, a, I run a lot. Uh, Fuck no. 25 minutes. I'm, <laughs> I'm like gasping for air. I'm, on the, I'm laid out somewhere. And what I love about your the album is like it's all the tracks are pretty fast. Like I'm running quick. Like oh, right. and like it's, all, it's fast paced. Oh, and it's the, definitely, definitely energy on that album yeah. for sure. So make it look good. You... Talk about how you came about making this. Like, I, you, you made this album in a week, correct? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How? <laughs> yeah. I don't, man, it's just, honestly, it's like, I'm not even trying to sound a certain type of way, but that's just like normal. Like, that's just how we, that's how, how, you, that's how we've always done it. Oh, like, wow. It's never, um, I'm also very much like a lightning in a bottle type person okay. so it's like when it hits me it hits me yeah it's just a rap but also just the guys that i worked with on this album particularly are like you look up pro in the dictionary and it's like them like this like yeah just like you know, it's you know they they are they are just that wow impressive as as musicians and humans and all that so yeah we um we did this album with uh this company called position mm-hmm. and uh, they had a relationship with the dudes that produced the album mm-hmm. and they kind of just brought me in. So it just was kind of, once again, like relationships and being in the right place at the right time. And they were like, yo, we have an opportunity to kind of do this record. Um, and, you know, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. 
And then, you know, just lucky for us, it just ended up working and we made an album and it was good because these are my friends. So it's just like, yeah. you know, we're just making a record and we're just hanging out and eating Shake Shack and, <laughs> you know, just bullshitting. And yeah. What's your process of like writing a song? Like, do you do you did you come with like 20 songs? Like, but not 20, but like a number, like an exorbitant amount of songs and like these songs made the cut or or do you write? in the studio like where where do you we wrote most of it in the studio like on the spot yeah um with the exception of so there's nine songs that ended up on the album mm -hmm. there was actually 11 recorded two okay. of them got cut um and those two that got cut one of them yeah one we did so i think we did like three records in spokane going into going to la to record it okay and then um and then finished up the rest of them. So we basically did like at least like eight out there. Wow. And I think we went in there maybe with like a couple like rough ideas of like yeah. this could be where we potentially go with this record. But we definitely didn't have any full records until we got to L.A. and did it. Yeah. So so I, I, I wish I could. I read all the, the titles of your songs. I usually listen to your album just all the way through. And mm -hmm. so when I think of like... uh the tracks like let's do it again get up yeah uh like like me is That's they're all like they're all amazing mm -hmm. <laughs> like all Thank mine you. make it look good uh which is title track get up uh has a lot of like what i feel like probably a lot of personal stuff in it like yeah. from like personal stories like talk about that like that was the first one we wrote okay and uh i literally had got escorted out of amazon Mm. <laughs> I was working at Amazon night shift shit. Okay. And I got walked out of there and it was very fucking like it was very much a spectacle. Like it was it was it, there was a lot of tension and I walked out the manager that I had at the time like I was just letting this motherfucker have it like all the way out the door. Like mm -hmm. I was like I hate your fucking stupid basketball shorts like you don't got no hoes. Like I was talking <laughs> crazy to this man uh, and then ended up working on Get Up like directly after that. So that record is literally like that moment where I'm like, this is not my life. Yeah. You know, this is not for me. Like I just obviously like working and I have kids. Yeah. And I have responsibilities mm -hmm. and I have, you know, a life. So it's, it's necessary. I get it. Yeah. But I do believe that some people are just not meant for certain things. No, yeah. And I'm just not, like, I don't believe that I was put on this earth to be told what to do by anyone or to, you know, work harder for someone else's dream than I'm working on my own. Yeah. You know? It's, I, I totally get that. I used to work yeah. in a manufacturing plant in Post Falls and I made cubicle walls. Yeah. And it was soul-sucking work. It was... Think about that. You're there for half your life. Yeah. You know, like half the time of your life you're spending in this place that's yeah. that you're miserable and not happy. And like, that's like, how is, I don't know. I have a, I have a problem with that. Yeah. I have a major, yeah, major problem with that. But like, I will say the tracks on your album, like they, they just inspire me. It's just like about doing what you want to do and being passionate about what you're passionate, doing what you're passionate about. And like, and when I, like all mine, like, uh, just for, I was listening to this before you came in and I was just like, man, this is like, it get like, it makes me just want to like try so much harder in, in this podcasting business yeah. just because I, you really get a, a shot to do, I get a shot to do something great, but like this, I, I dare anyone to listen to this album and not feel motivated or inspired to like go do something better. That's it, 
Thank you, man. It's like that means it, everything. I mean, it's a very I would say it's a very positive album, but it's also very like there's some really fun tracks in it. My kids <laughs> love singing along to it in the car, and uh, that is awesome. So it came out in May. What mm-hmm. what has been like supporting the album? What have you done to to support it? I mean, I've just been trying to do everything I fucking can. Yeah, like I think like when I saw you last time, I was like, it's it's been a little frustrating because you know, um, I have to be honest with the fact that I am operating at this moment almost like I'm a new artist because I had spent a lot of time Mm. not releasing music and whatever. So I kind of feel like I have to kind of pay my dues in a certain type of way to get this thing moving the way I want it to go. But my big thing is like what I do have out and what I do deliver to the world up until that point is like as long as it's quality and undeniable mm-hmm. all that stuff will come you know what yeah. i'm saying because there's a track record of dopeness that you know they can fall back on and um you know but it's been it's been uh it's been frustrating of course it's not like happening like at the speed that i wanted to have it right. you want me to be completely like candid like mm-hmm. it's it's definitely frustrating man but but that's kind of also like what's fun about it and and i love it so it's no problem for me to yeah keep pushing you know what i'm saying yeah it's, I believe in it. That's the difference. It's like I can be miserable at Amazon. I'm not gonna want to fucking go ham, despite the fact that I'm like miserable. Like, yeah. But if it's something I believe in, mm-hmm. it's nothing. Yeah. So, so you had a break before you made this album. Like, you had had you not been? Were you, oh yeah, it, it was some years. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I had I hadn't put out some. Uh, yeah, it was been a long time. Oh, ha- okay. Yeah. Like how? What, what was the inspiration to get back? Um, you know, I, I just, I think a lot of life shit, Mm -hmm. a lot of like kind of feeling like, yeah, you just got to do it, man. Yeah. You got to, you know, whatever. I think I was hiding from the world for a little bit, Mm. you know, and that's, you know, that's like, um, that's like a conversation for another time, but (laughs) I was definitely like coming out of some dark shit. Okay. And then I was, you know, I'm always inspired. Like I'm always making i'm consumed by music anybody who knows me knows that they're they're just like yo it's it's almost like annoying like how like everything i do goes back to like hip-hop or some song or some whatever like it's like everything i do is attached to music Mm. um and so uh so it's never been like completely distant but it was you know i wasn't actively yeah you know doing it in at the capacity that I could have been for sure. Is so. there someone or something that like drew you back to to do it, or was it just yourself saying I just need to get up and <laughs> yeah, and just get out to, get to do it? <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. It was just like you, you know, it was like it's, it's time, and I was just going through a lot of transitions in my mm-hmm. life, and um, you know, I uh, you know, my my um. Shout out to Larry, Larry, you know, Larry's barbershop. Mm. He literally just told me like, you know, 45 minutes ago or however long ago it was like, you know, you got to be happy with yourself before you can make anyone or anything else happy. Yeah. You know, it starts with you. So I think that it's just like, I'm not a happy person when I'm not creating. Yeah. I'm just not a fucking, I don't think I'm a good person Mm -hmm. necessarily. Like when I'm not like the best version of me is when I'm able to just be me and create and whatever. So it's necessary like this is this this means everything to me that's why i say like measuring success it's like yeah you know this is this is everything to me yeah like you know so it's not just making music or trying to be i want all that like i want chains i can't wait to get a fat ass rope and <laughs> uh you know yeah a, a grill and all. i'm gonna do all that shit <laughs> you know but yeah it's not about that though uh 
That's amazing that you like say that because starting this podcast, starting this new version of Spocast, I I was talking to my therapist and I was just like, I just feel like I'm in a rut. I told her, I was like, I'm, I'm in a rut. Like, I just don't know. Like I'm making all these, I'm helping people produce podcasts, which is great. It's, I love like it's my lifeblood. Uh, but I like, I'm not creating what I want to create anymore. And I work, I do, I'm in a bunch of podcasts, like as a producer or as like, um, like an extra voice. Um, and I have a couple other ones that I produce like with friends, but whenever you bring in like a friend or a wife even, or you need some additional support to like make a podcast happen, then it's hard to get it done. Cause you're bringing a bunch of other minds into it. And she's like, you probably should just find something that you can be creative by yourself. Yes. And I was like, you know what? I should just do a version of Spocast that I want to do that I can do by myself. And that's cool. I, 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 yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize that, uh, you have a new collaboration coming out with, uh, exact change and Islo Matisse, uh, after the rain. And I have not even heard, I, I feel like I might've heard, I've heard pieces of it, but, but you haven't heard the record yet. I haven't. Oh, I shit. haven't heard. I mean, I, I don't think I have, I think Zach played it for me. Might've played it in here. And, uh, but, but we got to be a part of the music video with my family. Uh, and how did the collaboration come up about? Like, did it, I, for the story I heard was that was it, after the podcast that you recorded with them, you went and just wrote your verse in his car. No. So that's not all the way true. <laughs> okay. But, but so, so when, um, when we shot that, we went in the car and he played me the beat and it was crazy because I had the same exact beat. Oh, wow. So I was like, oh shit. Like Joel, shout out DJ Donuts. Um, oh, you had the beat from DJ Donuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, from, I had like, the beat. So okay. Like, like I was, I was going to write some shit. So we, yeah, I had, I had it. I hadn't okay. put anything to it. And then Zach was like, wait, you ha you got this too? And then I was like, yeah. And then I was, bam. So then we, uh, <laughs> I went home that night. I did send him the verse that night though. Okay. Um, so it was the same day, but it was, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't in the car. But yeah, literally like I had, you know, I told him I was, I'll have, you know, I, I had already fucked with it because I had already told Donuts I like the beats. Yeah. Or like the beat or whatever. So, yeah, man, it, it was it was beautiful. And that I think that that was another thing where it's like that was a sign that that was supposed to happen. Like we both have this thing. Mm. And, you know, this the energy had just been, it just made sense. I had just did the live from somewhere episode with, with Donuts. Okay. And, you know, we had already been kind of working and coming up with ideas. And yeah. little did I know that. You know, Zach and Mike have been working on some stuff too. Yeah, and we've actually never collaborated on anything before. Yeah, so um, it was like a long time coming, something we always talked about, and it just seemed like so right, like it was so mm. mindless and um, organic and authentic. As that's like Zach's favorite thing to say about this. He's <laughs> like, "This is the most authentic music video in Spokane <laughs> history," and it's like he's he might be right. It's I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Uh, my kids are excited, and it's a uh, I. I, I that when you say like it just came so easily, like I think that's the best time creating is when it just comes and flows so easily. I mean, I've sat in so many podcasts where I'm like, this is a struggle. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> never that. No, with yeah. us, it's never been that. Like our communication, you know, with those, those are like my favorite guys. Yeah. Um, I think that I just if if I'm thinking about dudes that I would like really just kick it with, mm -hmm. just outside of just yeah. this shit. 
those guys would be the ones, you know, for yeah. sure. Like this, this whole like circle. And I think, um, yeah, man, it was, it was just easy because we're kind of like the same type of people and we, you know, it's never, I've never had that feeling with them where it's like awkward or anything like yeah. this, you know, and that's the best, man. You got to capture that. And we did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel it when I met Zach, when he started doing his podcast with me, I, I think it just, he just has such a, an amazing vibe. Like he just, yeah, man. he is so like, I don't know, cool, calm, collected, yes. like, uh, like and not a negative bone in that man's body. There's really. not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mm -hmm. think. I think I, I've seen him get frustrated sometimes um, with course. me no. <laughs> and podcasting and stuff like that. But uh, but even then, he's just like, dude. He's just like, it's all right, dude. Like it's just yeah. like he just he's yeah, so yeah, chill. Yeah. And I just and they accepted me into like their podcast and Zach, Cody, Mike. They're just amazing humans. And yes. then. From that, I met John Ward and yeah. like shout out to John Ward. Like I, I when you think of when I think of like where I'm at in my life today, like I mean, I, they're a big part of like why I'm doing this. Like I, Zach told me something when I started podcasting with him. He's just like I, we've always been doing my podcast at at my house. Like, but like if we come here, I. I never want to go backwards. And and I've I've I'm, I remember that all the time when I like work with their podcast. So like I always want to help them make it better and what they create is is fun and I I love making their podcast, but I also uh I just think they're amazing people. So. No, yeah. And that makes it yeah. And that makes all of this like so beautiful and that's um you know, I just hope that we we set a good example for the city and mm. I hope that we make people proud. And, yeah. and, and also shout out to John and Ryan, yeah. um, Jason, Make Waves Media. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they they killed it. Like everybody involved. And honestly, I was thinking about this. I was trying to think of like a crew cut, Spokane crew like thing mm. that was so in-house at this level. Like the production, mm. the artists, yeah. the visuals, everybody involved in the video, it's all Spokane. Yeah. And it's like performing at such a high level. And I was like, has this ever happened like that before? I, probably not. Because right? like, I think everyone thinks that it's already been done. And I always thought that too, is that it's always it's already been done. Like there's no point in trying because it's already been done. But like, but then you think about it, like probably not because someone probably thought it had been done and it, they yeah. just decide not to do it. Yeah. And I think there's people that are hitting it on onto it, but and I think Zach and Mike are doing doing great. I think you're what you're doing is amazing. You can definitely feel a vibe in the city that it is something is kind of something's changing. There are people that want to change it and I think yeah. I think things are going to be are, are going to look different in, in a year. So I don't know if that I don't know what that means, but I think it's cool. Oh yeah, there's definitely yeah. like a like an energy shift happening yeah. for sure. It's it's a lot different than when I first started rapping out here. Like it right. was not it's a little bit more organized, yeah. Um, in my opinion, and um, there's definitely people that are trying to think like, like play smarter, yeah. And so I, I do recognize that. It's just you know we we still got some work to do. Yeah, though. for sure. When it comes to like perf like performing in Spokane, like where is that at going on at? I mean, lucky you, lucky you, luck is, is the one. Like we're talking quality, quality. Yeah. Like, yeah. have you performed there? Like, I haven't yet. Okay, I'm trying, but they're hating on me. 
Well, let's put it out there. Uh, we need to we need to get a uh, Carly to to. I feel be... like that might have been the person I emailed and never got an email back from. So, uh, yeah. So Just I, kidding. I'm sure you're great, Carly. She's 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 very nice. Yeah, I I I feel like we should put that out there because I think you should you got to perform this album in Spokane. And I and, it, and it has to be there, and it needs to be. It has to be a lucky you, and it yeah. needs to be in front of people. And mm-hmm. I mean, I loved your, you know, live from somewhere performance. But Thank you, I man. mean, and it's great. Go watch that on YouTube. It's a, yeah, it's definitely. a. Where'd you film that at? Uh, at the uh, Steam Plant. Um, and for those who don't know what live from somewhere, live from somewhere is a. Uh, I guess they're like a media group. They they are filmmakers and they feature local artists and they film them in, in like iconic Spokane places. Yeah. Um so sick. And definitely check it out. And it's a really cool like you're walking through the steam plant. Yeah. And they do they've done a lot of things like it started in COVID where they were like, we need to show live music. Mm. And I think um yeah Zach and Mike were on the first the very first very episode. the very first mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah that that yeah that's cool uh, shout out to the steam plant by the way like that was so sweet of you guys to let us come in there and do that i've never spoken personally to mm. um you know the people over there that uh the big dogs i guess but, yeah yes yeah, so sweet and thank you and it looked sick and I, my fucking denim looked really great against that fucking brick <laughs> yeah no it did <laughs> you're right uh well uh what's next um, so we got this video, uh, it'll be out by the time people see this most likely, but, um, new video with exact change of Matisse, um, produced by DJ donuts after the rain, look that up on YouTube. Um, and then after that, I am going to be, uh, re-releasing the last EP I did, um, which had gotten taken down from streaming services at some point, but I'm going to re-release that. Mm. I'm hoping... I'm hoping to have like some new visuals attached to that. Like okay. that's like that's like a perfect world type of situation. Mm-hmm. But even if I don't, like I'm gonna get that back out there. And then I got a lot more like music like coming. I have a bunch of singles, okay. And, um, you know, collaborations nice. um, locally and elsewhere like that I'm plotting on. So it's it's a lot of music. And honestly, the show is like something I'm trying to figure out. Like I want to yeah. get I want to get in front of people. And, yeah. Um, and and you know have that experience for the both of us, for me and for people that want to see me rap i i, yeah, I want to see you do that live i wanted I, well, i'd like to see you just do the whole album live yeah like, that, well that was the original fresh. plan we were supposed to do the magic lantern thing and do mm. the, and do the whole oh really do the whole album and i thought that was cool like it's like a movie theater like yeah you know, doing this whatever like i thought that was cool life and somewhere was doing that too yeah but um you know it just didn't end up working out but we're still all working we're still all yeah for know, sure so I, the question I always end with, and it's a question I created when I first started Spokast, is asking people why Spokane. Like, what what keeps you here, or what makes it such a special place for you to 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 lay down your roots? Like, what what about Spokane is it that you love so much? My kids. Mm. Yeah, man, my kids. Like, that's the main thing. Honestly, I don't. I love Spokane. Yeah. I really do. I like. I, I love. I love a lot of things about Spokane and I do, I have created a home here. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I would be here if I didn't have my kids. Okay. Um, to be honest with you. And that's yeah. just more so because the things that I have in mind to do, I just feel like it would be a little bit easier maybe mm-hmm. elsewhere. Yeah. If I'm being completely honest with you, but you know, my kids are here, so I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. And, um, and so now we got to figure out how we can make this awesome yeah you know make this whatever but um but yeah spokane is definitely um 
I don't I don't want that to sound like I just no. like, hate this place. It, um, I don't I, I definitely have a lot of problems with Spokane, you know, like in different areas, but that's anywhere. No matter where anyone is, they're always gonna be like, oh, this fucking traffic or all oh, this fucking whatever. Yeah. There's always gonna be something. Um, so that's normal. Uh but yeah, Spokane is 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 my home at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, so it does feel like that. Like if I go anywhere at this point in my life, if I go anywhere, it's always gonna be like this. This is cemented in the DNA of who I am. You mm. know, I've been here since high school, a pivotal time. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's it's a love thing for sure. But yeah. yeah, it's my kids mostly. For sure. I mean, I I got to imagine that it's not the best place to, you know, probably be a, an artist. Like, yeah. Yeah, and and yeah, I, I totally see that. Yeah. Like, it's just it's tough, not... Man. I think we can make it better, and I and I want to be a part of doing that because you are, and I and I'm you're yeah. doing it. I'm, well, I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Jinx, I this has been an amazing conversation, and I'll have you back on the show, and I will. Also, we're gonna keep on seeing each other anyway. So Hell yeah, man. <laughs> you like, always, I told you, I got your back, right? Man. And I'm after the rain. Yeah, drops on August twenty sixth. August twenty sixth. So, so it's it's live. It's there on yeah. YouTube, and go listen to that. Listen to Jinx's new album, uh, "Make It Look Good." Yeah, and follow me on socials too. I am Jinx Universe. Yeah, I am Jinx Universe. The album streaming everywhere like yeah, everywhere yeah. spotify apple and myspace my myspace is myspace a thing <laughs> no <laughs> i thought maybe it was coming back um thank you so much jinx for being on spokast x-ray f and uh until next time peace hell yeah <laughs> gonna do it like me I said it's all about you and no one else I said don't you just want to love yourself Let me hear you sing it louder Don't you just want to love yourself I said it's all about you and no one else I said don't you just want to love yourself Let me hear you sing it louder Gonna do it like me This is a production of Spokass Production Studios located in Spokane, Washington. Our city, our stories. And a big thank you to Jinx Universe for letting us use his song, Like Me, from his latest album, Make It Look Good. Peace.